star lost. One winner per household for 30 days. Winner must have a picture ID and must pick up the prize within 30 days. You can pick up most prizes at our studio office, 11603 Highway 308 La Rose. Thank you for listening. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I know a lot of people are going to be talking about the fact that Kansas City gave this game away, but let's give Cincinnati some damn credit here. Their defense stopped them before the half. Imagine going into overtime and the roar you hear from the crowd that the Kansas City Chiefs won the coin toss. And what did Cincy do? They went out and they got a stop. Their defense won that game. GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, saddle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Pelicans take on the Miami Heat. 6.30 tonight at the SKC. That is your tip time. And you'll see C.J. McCollum. He was participating in shoot-around this morning, and he will play in tonight's game. So we'll see what you have to do uh, or how he's going to fit into this game here as well. Uh, we'll touch on all that and more. Obviously, yesterday, no show. Had a stomach bug. See how Jordan's still doing. Um, glad to be back. But, look, we didn't get a chance to go over everything Dennis Allen had to say. Cut all that up for you. We can go over that here as our only have Will Guillory. And we can go over some of the reports yesterday. Nick Underhill from New Orleans.Football. Um, really leading the way, kind of giving you the, the insight as to some of the changes that Dennis Allen is making on staff, in particular on the offensive end. Receivers coach, offensive line coach, strength and conditioning coach, game analyst, all on the offensive side have been informed they're not going to be retained. Reports of Doug Marone coming in to coach the offensive line. Johnny Morton, perhaps as receiver. He was the offensive coordinator with the Jets this past year. Still looking for an offensive coordinator. Interviewing Aubrey Plaison, who was the... Lions secondary and passing game coach was interviewed earlier this week as the Vikings defensive coordinator interviewed yesterday as the Saints for the Saints defensive coordinator. Now, if you're sitting here going, wait a minute, I, I heard um, this back on Tuesday when he was asked, Dennis Allen, are you going to call the plays? That's stuff that we're going to determine over the next few days. Um, but yet, um, I was telling somebody before, it's hard to turn your baby over. You know what I mean? And so, and so I see myself, you know, still, you know, being heavily involved there and, 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 uh, uh, heavily involved with the game plan and, and, and even potentially the play calling. 800-998-1003. Thanks for giving us a buzz here. Open phone lines for the most part here. And I see them ringing off the line. So let me get to them. Jack, what you got for us today, bud? Hello, Jack. Yeah, Gus. Yeah, Hello? How are, yep, how are you? All right. Look, first of all, I, I want to comment. I, I thought that showed uh, it showed a lot that uh, Nikhil Walker and, and the uh, and, you know Josh showed up for the game the other night. It's good to see. I hope Josh ends up back in New Orleans somehow. I don't know how that would happen, but I hope he does. I, okay. I, I'll definitely miss him along with a lot of other people. Um, but uh, Gus, the reason I called today was uh, I wanted to release the Kraken because because I. Cause I, I I know, I know you're, uh, I know you're chopping at the bit to talk about this. I watched the Lakers play the other night uh, against uh, Milwaukee. I saw the press conference, not the, I saw the press conference with LeBron afterwards. Uh, I also saw the one this morning. Um, uh, LeBron did something that MJ would never do. He, he wouldn't, he wouldn't never admit that he, his team could never get to another team. Also, no matter how true it is, and he's right. He's not, he's not lying, mm -hmm. but they're not going to, then there's no way this team's going to get to where Milwaukee is. But that I think what it shows is, that. right, exactly. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. But, but I think what it shows is why you shouldn't let, uh, star players like him, like Aaron Rodgers make personnel decisions because all they're worried about is the immediate future. They're not worried about what happens to your franchise afterwards. Man, I tell you, um, it was pretty incredible watching. I 
Twitter the last several. I mean, look, they've blamed Russell Westbrook. They've benched him. Um, and you know they're, they're trying to trade everybody again. And I don't know if you had a chance to hear this, but this was the Lakers post game show on Sportsnet, right? Spectrum Sportsnet. So this is right after the Lakers were defeated 107-105 by the Blazers. And I'll I'll give you the starting lineup if you like. My Portland team yesterday that lost to the to to them. This is worthy. L- listen, please listen to this and compare like that post game with Aaron Hardigan and David Wesley, who, who's a team that's nowhere near even the win total here. But just listen to their post game, or should I say, post mortem? Yeah, this right. this is the lowest point of of just about any season I've seen. Uh, as as a Laker over the years, um, I, I don't have any words for it because we've we've used uh, all our words up. We 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 saw Milwaukee come in and we thought maybe okay that'll be a measure measuring game, you know, against a good team, and we saw what happened. And then um, against Portland, a team of you know professional players, but it was almost like they were playing against. You know, a local YMC pickup <laughs> group of guys. And I think it just goes <laughs> to show you, uh, how deeply mentally, um, disconnected and the inability to fire your brain up for a game that you know you should win or for any game for that manager, uh, matter shows that there's a, a, a really tough virus going on with this team right now that I don't know what the medicine is, but this was this was really bad to get outplayed, uh, to, to to have uh, more Portland to have more points in the paint, more fast break points, all the all the the categories that are like effort stuff, lets me know that uh, this team has a serious problem, and so I don't know what they're going to do to get out of it, but tonight's game uh, really denotes like a, a really bad thing with this team right now. I don't know. I mean, that is the 137 that I, if you're a Pelicans fan who can't stand uh, what's going on there, you, you love. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you look at it. They lost to Justice Winslow, <laughs> Yusuf Nurkic, right. Ben McLemore, the Anthony Simmons who dropped 29 on them. And CJ, the truth, LRB. I mean, I'm just telling you, say they shot 47%, 31 from three. Uh, I mean, it was just incredible just to, to watch that. The Lakers had 21 turnovers. <laughs> it's just, like, it's just incredible to see this. I mean, but to, so look, that's a disaster. And then Jack, yesterday, all the reports last night are that everyone's up for sale in New York. Everyone, like that was the report from New York. All the reporters saying the word is anyone's available. (laughs) The the two meccas, the two places that everyone wants to go are disasters. It's crazy. Gosh, I just had a couple of of things. Okay, first of all, when you get Travis on, and I hope he has the coverage to call you, what I want him to ask, what I want, want you to ask him is, Right, I realize they did get one championship out of the trade, but right now, would you rather be the Pelicans or would you rather be the Lakers? Okay, mm-hmm. and and the question I have for you is this, Gus. Um, um, considering that that MJ has been a a, a full time general manager running a team for fifteen years, who is worse at being a general manager? Is it LeBron or is it MJ? They're both bad, but but uh, I just who, who do you think's worse? Uh, well, well, one's role is specifically to do that. I guess the other is a player GM in there. Look, here's the thing that's, and it's why I, I can't bring it up, and you did too, at the very beginning of your phone call, and why I think it is important. And I understand you don't have the banners hanging, and I understand you don't have the legacy of Hall of Fame players from here. But it has to start with something, and it has to start with that culture wanting to sort of be together. The fact that it was such a bothersome thing for the team and even some fans on Tuesday. That's awesome, considering the guy's been here three, four months of what Willie Green's been able to do. The fact that C.J. McCollum today, when he talked about joining, immediately brought up Willie Green first as a reason that he was okay with the move. That's a good thing. Normally, you don't hear that, you know, when it comes to the Pelicans. Um, but it's the culture. Like I brought up again, 
last year, Jack, when we saw Milwaukee win the NBA Finals, the players, yeah, they made the move for Drew. But the the two players that had been there for the longest time were the guys that they built around and, and did that. And, you know, even whether it's the Warriors, yeah, you know, Durant came in, helped for a bit. But, I mean, the Warriors won before him as well. And, and you're seeing, yes, you know, CP3 came in. But for the most part, some of what that Suns team was was one that been drafted and sort of built together. You, you just what I do like if you're one of those fans that got tired of the super teams being built, it's not working, it, or or the, the pendulum shifted to where build a team, have sustainability from some sort with a mixture of some veteran superstars, all stars with some young players that can help you. And I think that's the new recipe. I mean, the Nets have made trade upon trade upon trade to try to get their big three to finally work. The Sixers kind of go on that same route. Not saying they can't get to the finals, but I think we're seeing that, you know? I mean, I, I, I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Jack? I think it, I think if you're the Pels, you got to like what you're seeing right now. Level one, floor one. Oh, no. I, I just think if you always have to leave yourself options when you're building a team, you can't, like, like, what is it about Los Angeles? We're about to watch a Super Bowl, which I don't care who they say um, who the pressure is on. The pressure is on the Rams because if you look at what they've done, they've mortgaged the future. And if they don't get this championship, there might not be one, and then they're going to be a bad team in the future. You know what I mean? So I'd much rather be, to answer your question, I'd much rather be in a situation like the Pelicans are doing. You, you, all, you know what I'm saying? You're building a team. It looks like the team's getting better. You got young guys, and you leave yourself options to do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. You, you're not going out and just paying for the three best plays you can find, and then filling the rest of the roster with whatever garbage you can find. Right. I, I, as I, as, you, as you can see with the Lakers, that doesn't seem to be working. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I I don't know what Travis is going to tell you, but I'd much rather be the Pelicans than the Lakers. Well, Jack, I'll be honest with you, full disclosure, I, I text Travis quite often, including most of last night to about 11.59, all the different pictures and things, including from Stat News, where Anthony Davis took zero, zero shots in the fourth quarter. We've all seen that. Zero. Like, if LeBron was to get mad at somebody, how does Anthony Bleeping Davis not take one shot in the fourth quarter against that Blazers lineup? That's incredible to me. Uh, you think he's pouting? I mean, what do you think's going on? Dude, I, let me tell you something. It was very interesting to hear Barton Scott this morning. They come on an hour before me, Jack. And the question that yeah. they had that hour was, you know, leading to the trade deadline, they wanted NBA fans to call and to tell them what they wanted their team to do before the NBA trade deadline. And I'm telling you almost 60% of the phone calls, if not more, were trade LeBron. That, that, that's nuts. What? I mean, that's, but that's where it is. You know, like send AD to Chicago or, you know, trade LeBron. You can get a bunch of different picks. And like Lakers fans fed up with LeBron. Nuts. Uh, I mean, and what do they think they're going to get? And that, actually, Gus, LeBron's played pretty well this year, but clearly yeah, he he's made a problem with the, yeah. like, like what you talk about, with the culture. I mean, he's 37 years old. He's amazing. But if guys constantly have to look over their shoulders because they Bingo. did something wrong, Bingo. clearly that's, that's not a... Uh, that's not a formula for winning. Look, here's because the thing, especially with this call. Yeah, thank you, Jack. I appreciate it. No, that's fine. Thank you so much for the phone call. And here's the thing as we go to break. Um, he handpicked this team, right? He brought in Russ. He brought in Carmelo. I mean, I, that's what did you expect? Everybody called him geriatrics. And, you know, he was out there saying he was taking receipts. He spoke a lot. Talked a big game. Training kit. Well, I don't know what to tell you. You know the beauty of it? It's actually more positive in New Orleans. CJ McCullen playing tonight. We'll hear more from him as well. Josh here on deck. Love to hear from you, Pels fans. What do you think the Pels will be at the end of the season? Isn't this crazy? We're talking about it like this. They're the 10th seed right now by a game. They trail the Lakers by three. The Clippers by four. T-Wolves in the seventh spot. A couple more games. Can they get higher than 10? Let's talk about it next on ESPN New Orleans.
It's the President's Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING. The cleanup continues from the recent storms, and we want you to know that nobody can get a metal roof or metal building to you faster than Reed's Metals in Brookhaven. For all your metal building components, Reed's Metals has it all in stock. Roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlins, and more. Our metal building frames are American-made steel, all put together by certified welders. Metal buildings and everything you need with quick delivery, too. When you call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven, 601-823-6516, or online at reedsmetals.com. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good. Really good. Actually, it feels great. You should try it out. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless. Now offering our $45 Silver Unlimited plan with 5 gigabytes of hotspot and nationwide 5G on America's largest, most dependable networks. The $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. A month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. I think this team's really close. And and we've won more games in the National Football League in the regular season than, what is it, 30 other, 30 other teams, you know, so... At his new Saints head coach, Dennis Allen, back on Tuesday in his introductory press conference. Since then, a couple of moves, reportedly. Telling a couple of offensive coaches thanks for the memories and bringing in some new ones here as well. Still interviewing for OC and DC, possibly. We'll get into that here specifically in a quick sec. Bottom of the hour, Will Guillory continue to talk about the Pelicans, their trade for CJ McCollum. We will see him today. I know Tony Snell and Larry Nance Jr. also with the trade. The reports that Larry Nance isn't going to be He's hurt right now. He has a knee injury. Tony Snell um, as well. So we'll see them. And then also the big news of the day NBA trade-wise. The 76ers have traded uh, Ben Simmons to Brooklyn. A couple other things involved there as well. But Ben Simmons to Brooklyn, Harden to the Nets, essentially. A couple of first-round picks, things of that nature, a couple of other players. But that's the big news. Josh, what you got for us today, buddy? Thanks for taking my call, Gus. Love yeah, man, call. how are you? Doing well. Um, I know you're going to talk a lot about the trade uh, with Harden and McCollum and, and LeBron. Um, I think it's funny. It just shows that, you know, when you have a business and you have employees of a business, you don't allow the employees to run the business because mm-hmm. there becomes problems. So with the whole, like, LeBron thing, I'm just so sick of all these fans, like, allowing – a player to be the GM and saying it's okay, allowing him to make all these moves and whatnot. Uh, we're we're going to beat them in the playoffs, and it's going to be the greatest thing ever. We're going to beat them in the playing game, and he's going to make excuses about LeBron, about you know his his downfalls. The reason I called is just to say one thing, and I'm I'm going to hang up. LeBron James has four rings. One one was in a shortened season in a bubble. The other one was a shortened season again. The other was against the Thunder at the time, the second youngest team to ever make the finals. He beat them. And if it wasn't for Ray Allen, he wouldn't have any rings. Now, I understand when they came back and beat the Warriors 3-1, to one, Draymond had to be suspended and Steph Curry had to be mentally annihilated because of it. So I don't understand. Like, he's 37. He's great. I get it. But, like, when are we going to stop talking about LeBron James? The ego is enormous. He, he, he wants to be a billionaire. You know, he talks about social uh, justice issues, but then he takes – $30 million a year from, you know, slave labor in China. So it's like, let's just stop talking about the dude. He's a, you know, he's a big crybaby. And the one thing about him growing up is he never had a team that hated him. Every time he plays somebody, it's always his bro that he's playing. 
So I'm just sick of talking about LeBron. It's just more of a rant. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about McCollum, brother. Love it. Who dat? Let's go. <laughs> Love it. There he is, Josh. Just for you. Might have saved this back from June 2nd. There goes LeBron walking off the floor with 540 to go. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing. That's what it is. It makes me happy. After spending an entire day not feeling well, I need a laugh. And that makes me laugh. Who dat John? Thank you for calling the sports hangover your home for Pelicans basketball. Who will take on the heat tonight at 630. What you got going on, who dat John? Hello, who dat? Hey, bud. Go ahead, who dat? Hello. Yeah, I got you. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yep. All right. First of all, I'm glad that you're back because at 11.58 a.m. yesterday, when 12 o'clock struck like the Cinderella, <laughs> I still heard Bart's voice. And I'm wondering what's going on. So I don't have Twitter. Yeah. So I'm Googling Twitter. I'm trying to find your page. I'm Googling ESPN New Orleans Radio what is going on. I was in the dark. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I'm glad you and Jordan. Well, Jordan's not back, but I'm glad. You're back and hope Jordan's still feeling well. Yeah, I just texted uh, him, dude. He was supposed to come on top of the hour, and he said he's still not feeling well. Feel bad for him. Um, no, dude, I, I, I had every intentions of tweeting that we were out, but I, I literally passed back out like 9.30, woke up at 1-something. So like, and I was like, no, my I'm, bad. I'm, I'm like texting people back. I'm like, yeah, I'm sick. So, um, But I'm good here. What, what are your well, thoughts, you, you, man, you on Dennis first... Allen in the Pels? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk uh, minimum on that because I, I think you already know how I feel. I, I'm glad it happened. I'm a little disappointed in Curtis Johnson leaving. I understand why, but he's a hometown, you know, hometown man. And, you know, I, I know him a little bit. Mm-hmm. I hope that they retain uh, Zach Street. I know he's the uh, assistant offensive lineman. Uh, I like him. I, I still like him in the organization. He, he's been here 12 plus years. So I hope they retain him, but I do understand it's the nature of the business they want. They need better production um, on that side of the ball. I'm happy about it. Um, but I'm not even going to waste my time on that or, or even talk about the Knicks or the Lakers. I, I just want to talk about my pals. I mean, I got my shirt on, my shorts, my socks. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about this team. I, I really am. I'm, I'm pelican down right now. Yeah. Um, I, I, this is how I feel. Like, I, man, it's an exciting time to be a Pelicans fan. And I and I have no – no um, It's kind of like it's goody for you with Anthony Davis. I I don't want to see him do bad, but I don't have, I I don't have, I don't care. I don't care if he if he didn't take a shot in the football. That's damn. They 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 six hundred miles away. Like you know, know what's crazy on on both of those fronts. Who that John? What's crazy to me is you know being at the game uh, Tuesday. I'd walk through the team store in a bit, and you walk in and you you know you, you got your your a lot of stuff with one on it. But what's incredible and I think really cool. Is you just look to your left, right when you walk in to the main, you know, the main door, and there's a blue shirt with not on Herb, right? And, and the way the That's letters cool. are written, it's kind of you know his profile of his face, which is awesome. And and as I'm thinking about all those different you know players on there, it's true. Like think about it. Like I'm sitting there watching the game, and I'm looking at it with Jordan, and I'm like, dude, Jose Alvarado actually is a reason to come watch. Like he's exciting. He really. Like it legitimately is, and you see Herb, and you and like you, it's nice, and especially with Bi and what he's doing. Like you, you're just not walking in, hoping and wishing Zion takes this franchise to the playoffs and to the next level. Hear me out; he's going to have to be a part of it to get to a higher level. At least that's the hope. Why you drafted him? That said, I legitimately feel on February 10th. I know they're in the 10th, which is why I'm asking today the question of the day. Where do you think they'll finish here? If you started the season kind of with this team and and seeing where they are, understanding and finding out, hey, Jackson Hayes at the four works and stuff like that. Like, I don't think, I don't know if this even makes sense. Who that John, I almost don't feel like this team is just about Zion. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think about it when I go there. I don't walk into the the team store and all I see is one like I did the last couple seasons. Like, I'm walking in there and I'm watching the game on Tuesday and I'm commenting to my brother-in-law next to me, Jordan and his girlfriend next to me. Like, we're talking about all of the players on the court, Willie Green's constant coaching, doing hand gestures the entire time. 
Um, just like there's so many different things you can see. The guys on the bench are, you know, egging each other on. They're all up at, after every shot. Like, I'm not even thinking about that, which is remarkable because it's pivoted in six months to 12 months' time where he was the only thing that gave either Pell's hope or was a reason to talk about this team nationally. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. When I walk into the store, I want every single player that wants to be here on one jersey. Give me a 5X. Ooh. I want every single. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's how I feel. Okay. Because I, 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 I want players that want to be here. And that's, and, and that's what you have now. The, the culture has reshifted us. Pelicans, here we come. It's telling you. I'm with you, man. It's going to be interesting to hear what David Griffin says today. Five o'clock, he's going to talk with the local media, no doubt about the trade for CJ McCollum, and i got to imagine someone's going to ask him. All right, man. Thank you, Huda John. Appreciate it, bud. Yes, sir. CJ McCollum, before we get to our bottom of the hour break, Will Guillory is going to join us. He was there this morning. He heard from CJ, and uh, this is what he had to say. Excited, man. I'm I'm thankful. Um, I feel fortunate to have been in the league this long. and I played with one organization this long, but looking forward to a new chapter, looking forward to a new challenge, and looking forward to playing with some of these young guys. And and Big Fella, I had a lot of battles against Big Fella in the middle when he was in Memphis. So I'm really looking forward to it. I haven't met a lot of the staff, a lot of the players, great group of guys. Uh, I'm ready to get after it. Big guy in the middle, he's talking about Jonas Valanciunas again. Here's CJ on whether or not he wanted to be here. Again, this is a player that – that you would have had to have thought was a part of the process and has to okay to want to come here, right? Yes, uh, I had spoke to my agent, you know, and talked to my wife. I had to make sure everybody was comfortable with the transition, you know, first and foremost, a comfortable situation. Um, and once once we all sat down and talked about it, we felt like it was it was what was best for, for both parties. And what was it about the situation that you were interested in? A lot of young talent. <laughs> you seen you seen Bi play lately? <laughs> The guy's very good. Obviously, Willie's a great coach. I heard nothing but great things about him. I talked to CP. I talked to some guys that played with him, coached against him. JJ Reddick, you guys probably got familiar with him. He was here for a bit. A lot of guys, you know, spoke very highly of him. Obviously, I know Griff uh, Trajan um, played for a long time. He went to a school I'm not very familiar with um, in college, but um, obviously, big fella in the middle, Zion. So there's a lot of chemistry there. Zion's actually in Portland right now. So ironically. Um, so I, I just feel like it's a great situation for me as a guy who's been in the league for a long time, uh, a guy who knows how to be a professional. Uh, obviously, I know how to lead. I know how to follow. I know how to play a lot of different roles. I feel like this is this is a great place for me to evolve. I like this answer, too. He was asked about his role in trying to put the Pelicans back on a playoff map. Again, you've heard me say this. I, I know it's great to want to be where the Suns are, where the Warriors are. I mean, they're years ahead of you and, and have way different players, right, that lead the way. Be the Spurs. Be a perennial playoff team every year. Be a team that's a second-round playoff team. And then let's worry about that next step. Right? That, I mean, that, I think that's where you, you got to go. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to the challenge. Obviously, Rome wasn't built in one day. It's going to take time. Uh, I got to learn the plays and all of that stuff. But uh, I'm just looking forward to getting out there and hooping. You know, a, lot of, a lot of talented guys, a lot of players who understand the game and, and, and guys who are looking to grow and develop. Now, this was Brandon Ingram after the win on Tuesday when he was asked about C.J. McCollum and what he might bring to the team. C.J. can just flat out score the basketball. Uh, brings attention to our team and, and shooting, of course. Uh, attention that can get off me uh, on the daily, on a nightly basis. Uh, Tony Snell, again, can, can defend the basketball and, and shoot from beyond the, beyond the arc. Um, Larry Nance is a good defender and he has good hands, and he can step out two to three. And I think he they just bring experience, for one. And um, then they, they bring energy. They bring another dimension to our team where uh, we can stretch the floor a little bit, and uh, we can play some guys on the defensive end, um, and they can be really, really good. Quick break. We come back. Will Guillory from The Athletic will join us as well. There is a flurry of activities uh, going on in the NBA trade deadline, Suns making some moves. The Nets and Sixers have made the big move. Harden one way, uh, Ben Simmons to the other. Switching East Coast cities there. We'll recap all of that and more. And obviously, again, tonight we'll see C.J. McCollum play for your New Orleans Pelicans. Quick break. Will Guillory next on ESPN New Orleans.
Got a party of ten coming in. We need to flip those two tables. Leah's restaurant is fully booked night after night. Section three is still behind. She no longer has reservations about finally finding a hostess. Why doesn't 23 have menus? Oh, those are in my hand. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. What is hope? Hope to me was just that he would get to come home. I had no idea how hard it would be once he got back. I wish she'd stop drinking so much. She thinks it's helping, but it's not. I hope she sees that soon. I act like I don't care if he comes to my games. But I hope he does. I used to hope he'd find happiness again. Now I hope our marriage makes it. I hope Grandpa will get help. He thinks it's too late, but it's not. With everything that he's going through, I hope he sees a counselor. I just want my brother back. I hoped he'd get help. Stop hoping things would get better on their own. He told me to stop asking. I didn't. Then one day he asked for a ride. Hope is knowing there are other families just like yours, that the veterans they love got help and recovered. Go to maketheconnection.net and turn hope into action. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this... How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. A ton of activity in the NBA. Trade deadline now 28 minutes away. 2 p.m. Central. Will Guillory of the Athletic, thank you, sir, for uh, doing this, and I'm sure you're you're watching on TweetDeck. What's going on? How are you, Will? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm watching along with everybody else, just watching the Shams tweets fly. So yeah, I'm into it. Hopefully, I don't have to drop what we're doing right now and go do anything else in the middle of this interview. Look, the big uh, news, obviously, not only here locally but in the NBA. James Harden going to the Sixers, and also. Uh, ben Simmons, who hasn't played all season due to mental health, will now probably be healthy when he goes and plays to Brooklyn. And James Harden will opt into his $47.3 million player option as part of the deal to stay in Philly. So you'll see him in Philly this year and next year. How how does that move sort of impact, you think, the, the balance in the East? Uh, man, it's an incredible move. I mean, now all of a sudden Philly goes from getting a zero at that spot to getting James Harden, an all-star guard. Uh, the most talented guard Joel Embiid has ever played with. And, oh, yeah, Joel Embiid might be the favorite to be the MVP right now. <laughs> He's getting James Harden by his side. So I think you got to look at Philly as possibly the favorite in the East right now. And that Brooklyn situation is super interesting. We already got the Kyrie drama going on. And now we don't know what Ben Simmons' status is going to be. How does that, you know, affect Kyrie Irving's potential right. free agency this summer? How does that affect Kevin Durant's future in Brooklyn? I, I mean, it's an insane trade. I couldn't believe it actually went down a day. I thought it was going to be something that went down over the summer. Uh, but, man, it's going to be an insane ride these last 30 games of the season just to see how things fall out. And we may actually see these teams play in the playoffs, which will make it, make it even crazier. Spurs um, getting Goran Dragic from the Raptors. How could that impact them? And I bring them up because you look at the standings. They're a little bit behind the Pels, not much, two and a half games from that 10 spot. Yeah, I might be wrong, but I think there's potential that they might end up just buying him out. Uh, in San Antonio, so he might not even go to San Antonio. I think he has Dallas on his mind. I know he has a relationship with uh, Luka Doncic right. uh, going back to the Slovenian days. But, yeah, I think the Spurs are an interesting case because they just traded away Derek White as well. They got Josh Richardson back. So I'm not sure. They're still kind of in that in-between. I'm not sure if they want to chase the plan, whether they're kind of bowing out Portland style. Uh, they're going to be really interested. I don't think they're going to ever go into full tank mode as long as Popovich is there. Uh, but I don't think they're as committed as maybe like a New Orleans going after a CJ McCollum. I think New Orleans might be the only team out of that crew that's actually chasing the number 10 feet as hard as they are. Speak with Will Guillory, the Athletic, and tonight it's going to be 
another interesting night over at the New Orleans, uh, I'm sorry, at the Smoothie King Center because earlier this week, Tuesday was pretty interesting as well, Will. When you look at that first quarter, you could tell the emotions of what happened earlier that day with Josh Hart and Nikhil Alexander Walker being part of that trade. It affected them. They started out slowly, didn't have energy. That building was dead, man. My intern was sitting next to me saying, it feels like I'm at church. It was just quiet. Now, the officials didn't help, Will. I don't know about you, but I felt like they must have blown the whistle 72 <laughs> times. Uh, and All of them against Jonas, by the way. Like, it was awful. That number 70, whoever that is, he blew the whistle all the time. Anyway, um, but it was so surreal to watch that team then just kind of flip a switch and be like, all right, we're pros. Then they won the first quarter. Then they wound up winning the game. And it's like the end that you see there with everyone embracing. Will, you just haven't seen that in New Orleans. I don't think ever, honestly. I mean, I also what Willie Green said that night. I, I've never seen anything like that before. It, it was a surreal scene, just like you said. I mean, we're talking about a professional business where guys get traded. You know, this is the first time we've seen guys get moved in New Orleans. Not even guys getting moved right before the trade deadline. But, uh, I mean, it felt like a senior night almost where there was so much emotion knowing that Josh and the kid were going to be gone. And I uh, literally saw tears in Willie Green's eyes after the game talking about those guys. And, uh, and I'm seeing them, too, you know, come to the building and actually sit courtside to watch the team that traded them yeah. earlier that morning. Uh, I mean, it, it says so much about what Willie Green and SF is building here in New Orleans, the culture of those guys are developing. And just the, the bond that this team has, all of these players. I mean, we talked about it all year, how much these guys enjoy being around each other, how much they cheer for each other, and how much, you know, they kind of threw all of that stuff from last year in the past. And they, I said it earlier, it kind of feels like a high school team. Uh, the way they're so united, it's crazy what they've been able to build. And they're hoping that the trade doesn't affect it as much. And kind of see them McCollum can fold right into that confidence and building. Right. The most important thing in their mind is having a culture where guys want to be here. I specifically looked off the ball, almost off the court, most of the night on Tuesday. And just to kind of get a sense and feel because of everything that was going on. Because, Will, earlier in the week, and it's that Monday and even last week, as we started the week of the NBA trade deadline, Will, I had caller after caller, stay pat, don't trade, keep everybody who they are. Like, I had more people calling to trade Zion than Jackson bleeping Hayes. I would have never <laughs> thought that. But that's because it's being conveyed, what you just said. You know, when Chris Paul, like, the Chris Paul one win away Hornet team from facing the Lakers in the Western Conference was the best I've seen basketball here since they moved. And... That was an unbelievable atmosphere, dude. Every game was something else. The crowd, all of that. But we kind of saw them a year or so after that started to form in OKC, if that makes sense. Whereas here, we're kind of starting to see the genesis of a culture, a coming together. And when you go and sit and watch the games, I mean, genuinely, everyone's happy when the other guy scores. They're kidding around. They're, you know, seeing Willie Green constantly coaching up players while someone's doing a timeout or a free throw. He brought over, you know, Trey Murphy on two plays and was explaining what to do on the defensive side when he had just committed a foul. Little things like that, man, really stood out to me Tuesday. No doubt. And I've said it multiple times on your show, but I think the Willie Green hire was just a home run. For all the reasons you just said, I mean, the, the, the way he has guys playing together and the way he has everyone listening to him. And I think the, the one thing that you always notice as a sports writer, how much do you hear guys kind of quoting uh, what the coach says? And we always hear them saying little things that, that Willie Green always talks about, like, you know, the, the ball finds energy, 25 mentality, all of these things that he's brought to New Orleans. And you see all of these guys bonding to him, and they enjoy playing with, with that guy. They enjoy his leadership and the way he, he's forming this. And it's super impressive because, I mean, we saw how ugly it was early in the season when there wasn't much certainty about what was going on with Zion. They lose nine in a row, three and 16 in the start of the season. It could have spiraled, especially in the way things turned out last year. Right. Was. Uh, but those guys all came together, and uh, I think Willie Green deserves a ton of credit. I think Brandon Ingram as well. Uh, the, the way he kind of took on a leadership role with this group, and it the fact that they're here right now, it says a lot about, you know, what they've been able to do to kind of pick up the pieces, but it also says a lot about Willie Green's leadership and how, how he kind of helped them get to this point. 
Woj bomb just now. Mavericks trading Kristaps Porzingis to the Wizards for a package centered on Spencer Dinwiddie. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a busy five. <laughs> I did not minutes. know that was coming. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. Everyone's making a little move here. Also, by the way, the Suns um, making a move uh, and getting Aaron Holiday from the Wizards. So lots of lots of deals being made over there by Washington. All right, so look, as I said, Tuesday, that was an interesting night. And tonight, dude, C.J. McCollum is finally going to be here. It's going to take some time to kind of adjust, or will it? Because I, I'm interested to see how he sort of, you know, handles this this team and, and how they go about it. And this is a pretty good Miami team they're playing tonight, too. I almost feel like no one's really talking about them. The Heat are their number one seed in the Eastern Conference. So much on the you know the Nets and everybody else out there in the East and the Bucks. Miami's the one seed of the Eastern Conference. Yeah, man, they're throwing uh, CJ right into the fire, literally, right. you know, going against the Heat. Because, uh, I mean, that's not a team you want to kind of uh, not know what you're doing uh, against. Uh, they're completely in sync, everything they're doing. They move the ball as well as anybody in the league. They got so many different weapons. Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo, Eric Spolstras, obviously elite coach uh, in this league. So, yeah, it's going to be a serious test for the Pels tonight because we know the Heat. Uh, they're going to bring the physicality. They're, they're going to move the ball. They're going to play together. So the Pels are going to have to be on point tonight. And it's going to be a, a tough transition for CJ. But I know he was really excited about being here as soon as possible and playing with these guys as soon as possible. So I, I know he was looking forward to this matchup. And it's going to be really fun, man. You said it earlier. I think this is the environment in the arena tonight. It's probably going to be unlike anything we've seen, you know, mm-hmm. since the Zion debut. You know, there's, there's been so much uncertainty with this franchise about where they're headed how they're going to build around Zion and D.I. and getting a guy like C.J., who doesn't only have the accolades he has on the wall. We know, you know, the playoff victories, the seven straight seasons with 20-plus points. But he's the guy who wanted to be it. Uh, I mean, he told us earlier, he worked with the Portland front office, and he identified New Orleans as a team he wanted to join That's because he saw the culture they were developing. He saw the young child on the team, and he saw B.I. playing at an all-star level this year. So he's excited to be here. The fans are excited to have him. Uh, and it's going to be a fun game tonight, no question. And I think what's going to be interesting, too, Will, you mentioned his age uh, or, or his experience, you know, and he's in his 30s. So, I mean, this isn't like a 24-, 25-year-old who's, who's talented coming into a team. I think he has enough experience having played with Dame and everything else, too, Will. You just kind of play your game, and he knows, hey, I'm going to find – he mentioned Jonas. So he's looking forward to probably feeding him on pick and rolls, making sure that he can drive and kick to B.I. I almost feel like – he can kind of integrate in this offense rather easily. Yeah, and I wrote this in my piece, you know, right after the season of McCollum trade, that I think this is going to present a, a very interesting challenge for him. And I think it's something that he, he kind of identified with coming to New Orleans where he's going to get an opportunity to really play that league guard role. It's something he never did in Portland because obviously he was sharing the spotlight with Damian Lillard. And so much of that offense ran through Dane, you know, throughout the most of the game. And now here in New Orleans, he's going to be asked to be that guy. Obviously, he's going to share some of that with Brandon Ingram, but I think he's going to be the person in charge of the direction of this offense, of getting guys involved, not just being the, hey, we're giving the ball to CJ and he's, it's time for him to score. He wants to be the guy that's in charge of the offense and what's going on, being that coach on the floor for Willie Green. And I think that's something that, that's going to help him kind of elevate himself in the eyes of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. If he can prove that he can do that on a winning team, a young team that needs him to be a leader. Uh, so I think it's going to be a real interesting challenge for him to see if he can kind of elevate his game to the next level and prove that, hey, I'm not just the guy who goes get 20 at night. I can be a real leader, a real point guard right. in this league. And I, I think that's going to be a, a very interesting challenge for him and for the coaching staff to figure out how to put him in the right spot so he can show that side of his game. All right, man, I'll wrap up with you with the question of the day that we're asking Pels fans. They're currently in 10th. Eight games from the six spots where the Denver Nuggets are. So you got seven, eight, nine, and ten. Where do you think at the end of the season, seeing the disaster that's happening in LA right now, is going to take place? What do you think they wind up, man? I still say, I think they're going to be a 10th seed. I think they're the favorite right now to get into the playing tournament out of all of those teams chasing the 10th the, the seed. I, I, I feel crazy saying this out loud, but I think the Lakers are going to get it together at some point. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, I don't want to put anything past LeBron James, so I'm not about to say the Pelicans are going to pass them up or anything like that. 
but yeah, I think the Pels are the favorite right now to get to the 10th seed. I, I will be kind of shocked if they didn't end up in a playing tournament. And man, I'm telling you, uh, do you think it'll be a little bit of fun to watch Lakers Pelicans loser goes home game in Crypto.com Arena uh, with the season on the line? Uh, LeBron versus Bi, or maybe even in the Smoothie King Center. Maybe that'd be even better. They can get AD down in the Smoothie King Center. You lose, you go home. Type oh. of match about. Dude, I was literally going to end our discussion by saying that. I'm not even going to lie to you. I think Pels fans are running. I mean, they absolutely would love to oh send the Lakers God. win or go home on that because that's going to be hard to talk. They're already having a meltdown over there after the win, after the loss by Portland last night. So um, I, I actually played the, the post-game show. Uh, it, it was crazy. Will Gillery, the Athletic, as always, man, appreciate the time, sir. We'll take a quick break. Phone lines are open. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Won't you take me back to school? I need to learn the golden rule. Won't you lay it on the line? I need to hear it just one more time. At Greg LeBlanc Toyota. And we're celebrating. Check out the fresh new inventory arriving daily. Plus great deals now at Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Check out the all new redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Greg LeBlanc Toyota has given top dollar for your trade. We want your trade in. Or check the inventory online. Online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These super savings won't last long. Greg's got the deals. South Hollywood Road, Homa. Shop now. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. When it comes to Antonio Brown, I don't know what GM or what coach in the right frame of mind would say, yeah, you know, he's super talented and he can, he can help our team. This man took his shirt off and walked off the field with millions of people watching. It's one thing when somebody becomes angry and you want to walk off the field, I'm, I'm done. You leave the field. You take your shirt off and you make a scene. That's number one. Number two, on top of that, he released a damn rap song the day he walked off the field with his shirt off that to me is somebody and i love ab but somebody who's not in the right frame of mind to help my football team in time maybe somebody else will take a shot on him but i don't see how somebody in the right frame of mind could do that this year. now you know i've released a single in the past so what you're telling me is don't take my shirt off and storm off the set today i was thinking about maybe ending the show that way gj and max followed by greeny mornings on espn radio and on the espn app at Thibodeau Regional, we're proud to announce we've received HealthGrade's 2017 Outstanding Patient Experience and Patient Safety Excellence Awards. Once more, we're the only hospital in Louisiana to achieve both awards four years in a row. Why should this matter? Because it confirms two things, our commitment to quality and your satisfaction, both very important when it comes to your family's health care. Thibodeau Regional, once again recognized by Health Grades for providing outstanding quality care. For more info, go to Thibodeau.com. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill. Can you do it? Do you want to do it? Do you want to go to the Smoothie King Center tonight? Pelicans, the Miami Heat, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. I got four tickets for you. They are all together, I promise, for free. Call right now. 800-998-1003. 800-998-1003. Buddy can choose. First caller, fifth caller, tenth caller. Up to him. But if you want to go to the game, it's on us. We'll send it to you via phone. It's super easy. Um, you just scan it right there at the door and you're in. All right. Really good seats. Lower bowl as well. If you want to go tonight, check it out. The Miami Heat 35 and 20 on the season. They are the number one seed. The Bucks a half game back. The Bulls one game back. The Cavaliers are a game back of the first seed in the Eastern Conference. Can you believe that? Sixers in the fifth seed are two and a half back of the one. In the sixth spot, the Raptors, four games. The seventh seeded Boston Celtics, four and a half. Like, four and a half from the number one seed. That's nothing, right, when you think about it. You know the tenth spot in the East? The Atlanta Hawks, eight, eight and a half games back. By comparison in the West, 
Again, the 10th spot, the final play-in spot, eight and a half from the one seed. If I use that by comparison in the West, there's nobody eight games back of the Phoenix Suns who in the top spot. There is a team close to that, and that's Memphis at seven. They're the third seed. So the 10th seed in the East, eight and a half back. The 10th seed in the West, 22 games back of the Suns. That's your Pelicans. Suns, Warriors, Grizzlies, Jazz, one, two, three, four. The Mavericks, who have traded Kristaps Porzingis to the Wizards. They are fifth. Denver, sixth. Minnesota, seventh. Clippers, eighth. The disaster that is the Lakers are ninth. They are three games ahead of your Pelicans. 26 and 30 overall, 22 and 32 of the Pelicans, but by games back, they're 19. The Pelicans are 22. Portland, 23. Kings, 24 and a half. Spurs, 24 and a half. Thunder, 27 and the Rockets are last at 29 games back. So that's kind of where they are going into it. 800-998-1003. I believe we've given away those tickets. Maybe we'll see if Buddy does that, but I want to get your thoughts again going into tonight's game. Here was uh, Willie Green after Tuesday about C.J. McCollum and what he would bring to this team. I think it's going to elevate our group. Um, C.J. has seen it all, been in the league for a decade, been to a, a conference championship, has won at extremely high levels. And he's a pro, and we need more guys like him um, to elevate our group. So we're excited. I'm excited. Our group is, is excited. And uh, we look forward to welcoming C.J. and, and continuing to build here. And again, since then, C.J. McCollum did speak this morning. We'll play some bites here as they want to take your phone calls, though. Uh, the tickets have been given away, so we'll give away that winner's name here in a quick second. Again, they go straight to your phone. All you have to do is open the screen, and away you go in. General D., what you got for us today, bud? Oh, man, I'm I'm pretty excited seeing this, uh, all this flurry of trades and the free agency here. But uh, did Kevin Durant all of a sudden become a therapist because – how is he going to deal with Kyrie and Ben Simmons uh, over in Brooklyn? I just I can't believe Good luck. that's happening. That's, Good luck, that's man. Amazing. Good luck. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we don't have to deal with any of that kind of craziness. But, uh, man, the CJ thing I think makes so much sense. But what I'm really curious to see tonight is how he effectively handles the pick and roll with either Valanchunas or B.I. when they come set that screen. It's going to put a lot of stress on that, that defense because he has such a good mid-range game and he's so smart on being able to utilize his body to get a defender behind him. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think that's really where you're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of open looks for guys because as, as they start doing that and the defense starts collapsing, you're going to see some wide open looks in the corners uh, from it. But the thing I have a little bit of concern with, and, and I'd like to get your, your, you know, your take on this, what are you thinking at the, the, the second string unit now that probably Graham's going to be playing your two mm-hmm. and um, – Jose's the one. I mean, it seems very small. That's why I was hoping that they'd make some kind of move here at the deadline. And as much as I think, you know, Graham is, uh, you know, a good shooter here or there, he just kind of is underperformed. And the fact that he's going to be rele- relegated to the bench um, more than likely with this this trade, mm-hmm. I just think it's going to be a hard cover for two small guards like that. What's, what's your take on that? Well, look at it like this. I, I, I would say this, and it's one of the things that I think has stood out to me in watching – Alvarado, because um, I think you and I have even texted about it. His play has just been incredible sort of looking at it. And remember, if if I'm going to have them both on the court at the same time, how long am I going to really do that? And and look, you have those different lineups, and maybe maybe you're not thinking about the size, I guess, because you're pushing. Like maybe maybe that's a tempo group. Does that make sense? Like maybe those two guys just grab it and go. And – you're, you're attacking. So I think the height thing comes maybe more into a factor. I don't know. You, you probably know more basketball than I do. The height factor comes maybe in half-court sets when the ball is stagnant, whereas maybe it's not as important if I'm just off and running. I, those guys kind of seem across yeah. like that. Like, Jose seems like he never wants to stay in place. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he loves to just run. Yeah, well, this, so I, 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 I guess that's how I'm looking at it. With this lineup, Gus. Yeah, this lineup, though, I mean, if you go with your starters, you know, CJ at the one. Yep. Uh, you're going to have obviously Herb in there. You're going to have Bi. You're going to have. I think you should go with with Jackson Hayes at the four. He's been showing that he should get that next step to get more minutes. And then Valanciunas at the five. 
this, the problem is when you go to your bench play, you're kind of small. You don't really have any scoring now. So it's going to be really interesting to see what Willie does there. I really thought that they would try to make a move here either by, by sending Temple uh, because of an expiring contract and possibly Graham to try to get one of those knockdown shooters. And, I, and I've been a guy that's a Kevin Herter fan. Uh, I think he's a you know a sniper from outside, and he kind of fits mm-hmm. the timeline. But um, And he's got decent size. But, you know, that, that's going to be interesting for me to watch the game tonight. But what y'all talked about before with uh, – which was Will Guillory, I think it was, about if the Pelicans were able to host a, a home game with the, with the Lakers, oh. I think I might blow out a vocal cord because that would be unbelievable. It really honestly I will. I mean, look, I mean, we're petty like that. And, and quite honestly, I don't even think it is petty. I mean, look, think about it from the standpoint, though, why it would be a big deal, not only just to New Orleanians and Pelicans fans, but, I mean, the league, too, the fact that they would be in a play-in game again, Right. I mean, well, we would have, and we would have the upper hand too. We would have the upper hand on them because they'd have to be coming to us. Well, That's what would really be interesting. That LeBron barely makes it into the playoffs with Anthony Davis, these two, two transcendent talents, and we're this, supposedly this doormat that nobody wants to go to. Which is nobody wants to be. Here. That's right. CJ McCollum had just said that <laughs> he wanted to a. come to the Pelicans. It, yeah, I, you know, he was he was all depressed about the, the trade. He was disgusted. It was such a terrible. He was disgusted. He was yeah. disgusted for CJ yeah. McCollum. <laughs> Who, by the way, as you heard him today, wait, here we go. I'm going to play it for you because it only takes like one second. Um, again, screaming A said he was disgusted for CJ McCollum. And, um, earlier today, this is literally the first words CJ McCollum said. Excited, man. I'm, I'm thankful. Um, I feel fortunate to have been in the league this long and I played with one organization this long, but looking forward to a new chapter, looking forward to a new challenge and looking forward to playing with some of these young guys and, and Big Fella. I had a lot of battles against Big Fella in the middle you know, when he's in Memphis, so uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And, uh, having met a lot of the staff, a lot of the players, great group of guys, uh, I'm ready to get out there. There you go. Excited. Excited is the, not the, the same the as disgruntled or <laughs> disgusted. The one other thing I want to say, Gus, is I needed to say this on the air because I was one to hurt, you know, to kind of go after B.I. because he missed a lot of shots late yeah. in games. Willie Green gets a lot of credit for this team because of the culture and so forth and leadership. But, man, you got to tip your hat to B.I., not only for the way he's playing, but for the way the guys rally See, around him. He's I really agree. stepped into that void for a guy that is a team leader now. Not only what he's showing his actions off the court, but on the court, and it's paying dividends because not only is it being seen here in New Orleans, but other guys are starting to track because CJ made a, a definite point to say, man, did you see the way B.I.'s yeah. been playing? They watch so the highlights, he's, man. He's an all-star I mean, that's not an all-star. General D., when you get on the plane after a game and you're going somewhere else, you're watching the highlights. So they're watching everybody else play, not not just that, but also when you're doing your film and stuff like that. But, yeah, you're seeing it. Look, man, again, I'm watching Tuesday's game. In a different light, the more I look at it, man. I remember walking out of that arena just saying, you know, that was one of the bigger wins this season. Just by the emotion of it all and then why they won. Like, earlier, just literally earlier that week, like the game before, it was a battle to the death with that team, right? Because they had athletes and stuff. And you watched, and as they methodically just said, you know what, bleak this, the Pelicans were better. They were a better basketball team. And... That you could just see them sort of believing what they wanted to do, the spacing, and it just, man, it just really stood out the growth on that team from the last time I was there watching it in person, man. I, I just, I can't just go over more and more again what I'm seeing that guy do with that team. But to your point, I mean, B.I. is just, you know, knocking down shots. You go to the concession stand to get some dome foam or whatever it is. You're, you're hearing Brandon Ingram. Like, he's just so, you know, the center uh, of where the team is right now. Look, we said this a couple weeks ago. It's his team. I'm not comparing him to Jordan by any means, but you've seen guys like that who have been great scorers when they get into the league. And in order for them to take the next steps and for in order their teams to win, you have to be able to get other guys involved. And that's one thing that Brandon's doing because he's starting to trust his players around him. And guys like Jose, who's on a two-way contract, I mean, it, it, it's kind of like when the old Dream Team was on, when you had Larry Bird and uh, you know, the Harry and Larry show. You have, you have guys that are just kind of kind of go together, which you would never kind of suspect those two guys would, would kind of hit it off. But here's a guy that makes a max contract, another guy that's barely in the league, but yet they have such chemistry together, and it's paying off on the floor. And I think that's 
the kind of thing that we really got to point to for this team that makes it special. And things are going to, I think things are going to be up, you know, pointed up in the right way for this team for sure. General Moving D, on. thank you for the phone call, man. Appreciate it. Enjoy the game tonight. 2 p.m. It has hit. The NBA trade deadline is done. We'll recap what happened as well. Graffanini, the voice of your New Orleans Pelicans, will join us. We'll speak with Todd at 2.30. At 2.15, Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. And up next, Ralph Marlboro will go over all the flurry of decisions that are being made over on Airline Drive. Black Wednesday over on Airline Drive when it comes to the Saints. The Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. I miss my baby, someone stole my baby By the way, my baby is my landscaping truck That was literally stolen from a job site Baby, won't you please come home? Owning a small business isn't always as lovely as it sounds, but with 30-plus customizable coverage options, Progressive Commercial keeps your business humming along. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. I love my sweetheart. By the way, that's my riding lawnmower. 